Zimbabwe and welcome to Live Talk. We're coming to you live from Studio 7 at the Voice of America in Washington. And I'm your host, Marvelous Mklanganyahuye. Today on Live Talk, we're looking at the political developments in Zimbabwe following the announcement by former Zengeza West lawmaker Job Sikala of his resignation from the C, while also announcing that he will be starting his own movement. We'll also be looking at the infighting within the Zengezo Shabangu camp following allegations that he nominated himself as a senator to, to the, at the expense of other members of his party. But First, let us take a look at what is happening in Kenya. A meeting among six African Union member states to discuss Africa's feed and fodder crisis is underway in Nairobi. Kenya, having enough feed for livestock is critical to the food security of many countries on the continent. Some farmers are considering adopting a Chinese-engineered grass called Jiangkao, advertised as high-yielding and fast-maturing. Francis Ontoma has more from Kajiado in Kenya. In the heart of Kitengela town, 25 kilometers south of Kenya's capital Nairobi, this vegetation dotting the landscape first appeared four years ago. It's a grass developed by the Chinese called Junkao. Chinese state media describes it as magic grass. Chinese entrepreneur Jack Liu grows Junkao grass in Kenya and sells it to farmers here. Junkao grass is tall and erect. It's a hybrid from 38 kinds of varieties of grasses. Liu says Junkao can survive even in the harshest of climate conditions, provided it has irrigation. Dairy farmer Stephen Mwangi started feeding it to his cows a year ago. They are growing how they are doing very fast, growing very fast. They are putting weight like uh, a kilo uh, a day when you start feeding them. Mwangi says Junkao provides more nutrients for his cattle. He noticed dairy production has also increased. When compared to other types of fodder he's used in the past, he says Junkao has a greater yield than Napier grass, a common fodder. He harvests the grass at least five times a year. Kenya can only produce 40% of its fodder needs, the government estimates. Six African Union countries met in February to discuss fodder supplies challenges. Pockets of farmers in Kenya are looking to Junkao as a solution. Liu sells silage of fermented grass at $7 a bag. He also sells stems at 12 cents each for planting. Farmers say Junkao is cheaper than the alternative Napier grass. Junkao grass can be used for uh, cattle, uh, sheep and goat, uh, poultries, even fish. Particularly Junkao grass, because of its high crude protein, uh, used for dairy farming, it helps increasing uh, milking about 30 up to 50 percent, reducing the fodder cost over 50 percent. In 2021, the Kenya Plant Health Inspectorate Service, a regulatory body, allowed Liu's company to add more fields and expand to grow Junkao grass after ruling out the risks of pests and invasive species. But some scientists are urging caution and say solving one challenge could lead to another problem. Ornithologist John Musina worries cultivating Junkao 
will interfere with biodiversity. Half of our bird species in Kenya occur in our rangelands. Now, if you convert large chunks of these rangelands into Jankao grass fields, even if they are small holdings that multiply and uh, you know, change the landscape of our rangelands, then immediately what you've done is that you have reduced the habitat available for the native species of plants and animals. And uh, this loss of habitat, coupled with degradation of this habitat, means that there is biodiversity loss. A solution is not to depend on just one kind of grass, says botanist Joyce Jeffwa. We might have to look at how we can integrate our natural uh, grass, indigenous grass, like buffalo grass is also good for livestock. So if you have bands of jankau grass intercropped with indigenous grass, that might reduce the risks of losing the rangeland biodiversity or even the farmland biodiversity. With climate change and drought ravaging parts of the country, some Kenyan farmers like Mwangi are embracing jankau as a lifeline for their livestock. Francis Ontomwa, VOA News. Kajiado, Kenya. The Africa Cup of Nations finals will be played in Ivory Coast on Sunday with host Ivory Coast playing against Nigeria. South Africa will play the Democratic Republic of Congo for a third place tomorrow. Meanwhile, in Harare today, the city's mayor, Jacob Mafume, announced that Rufaro Stadium will be ready to host international matches by April. Although the Confederation of African Football CAF recently recommended demolishing the stadium, Zimbabwe played its first home international match in Rwanda after its stadiums were declared unsuitable to host international matches. Addressing journalists in Harare today, Mayor Mafume had this to say. If you want to play CAF matches, that is CAF matches internationally and those CAF matches where the club is playing another against other international clubs. Now they, they have got improvements that they want done. So remember we are doing PSL. The next CAF matches for the nation is in April. That is for the national team and for the local teams it is in August when the international tournaments start. So now the, the, the lease agreements we are going to have with the local teams are going to include the things that we need to do for us to host international matches. So one of the things is the beginning the placing of uh, uh, bucket seats, uh, the changing rooms, uh, expanding them so that you have cubicles, you have five toilets, uh, the tunnel to come out, it must be modern, they no longer want those narrow tunnels, want a wider tunnel. Um, um, the turnstiles, that is the entry points, must be electronic. Um, and, and, and that's pretty much uh, uh, about it. Uh, the turf must be reasonable, the goalposts must be aluminium, um, the press room areas must be clear, the, 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 and then the VIP must have a, 
what is called a palisade, a see-through uh, palisade to protect uh, the VIP uh, attendance. And then there must be a team, a, a bus area where the team comes in. So those are the things that need to be done. And those can, we can fairly do them uh, as we play local matches. So the, 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 the reports of CAF are more about what you need to do and less about wanting to have soccer not being played. That there was Harare City Mayor Jacob Mafume in Harare. Please stay tuned as we take a brief break. We'll be right back. In times of change, when the world seems uncertain, and what we hear doesn't reflect what we see, we seek the truth. When we are told only part of the story, we lose trust. In moments of crisis, our dreams, hopes, and wishes for a better tomorrow depend on a free press. At Voice of America, we bring you the stories that people take risks to see. We connect the world and unite it with truth. At Voice of America, we show you the whole picture. For those that have just joined us, please note that we are streaming live on all our Facebook pages, VOA Shona, VOA Studio 7, and VOA Ndebele. We are also live on YouTube at VOA Zimbabwe. Today we're discussing political developments in Zimbabwe following the announcement by former Zengeza lawmaker Joe Sikala of his resignation from the Citizens Coalition for Change and announcing the formation of a movement that he will lead. We'll also be looking at the infighting within the Zengezo Shabangu camp. To discuss this issue, we are joined by political analyst Ricky Mukonza, the leader of the opposition fees, Godfrey Senengamu, we will also be trying to get Albert Mshlanga of the Triple C. But on the phone, we also have Tadini Masaya of the United Zimbabwe Alliance. I'll start off with you, Mr. Tsenengamu, in Zimbabwe. What is the situation on the ground? Why are we seeing so much infighting within the opposition and also the ruling party, which you used to belong to? Okay, so thank you uh, so much. Hello, Mr. Tsenengamu. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, but uh, we'll need to bump up the audio a little bit. Okay, please go ahead. Oh. Oh, okay, so I'm saying that uh, the situation back home here is not pleasing at all. Mm -hmm. Like you have rightly said, uh, there is... Uh, 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 I think, uh, Mr. Tsenengamu, let's try you on Skype. Your Skype line was better. Uh, so I'll go over to you, um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Tsenengamu. We'll come back to you in a little bit. Uh, so please, uh, we'll keep trying you. We'll go to you, um, Professor Mukonza. What's your view on what's going you know, on in Zimbabwe? Uh, good evening, uh, marvelous, and good evening to your listeners and viewers. 
I think what we are seeing in the opposition camp is uh, uh, symptomatic of what happens when, you know, a political party or political parties fail to capture governmental power. Uh, there is some kind of um, disgruntlement from some quarters, and you have uh, others feeling they can do much better than the leader and so forth. So that's precisely what we are seeing. Uh, had the Triple C managed to capture governmental power, we could have seen much more unity and we could have seen, you know, much more, uh, we could have seen, you know, uh, leaders in the opposition coalescing around the leader of the winning team. Uh, so that's, that's my view of why we are having such uh, disgruntlement, uh, such confusion, and, uh, you know, uh, all the things that we are witnessing. And also, before I let you go, we've, you've heard earlier on there that there is disgruntlement within the Shabangu camp following, allegedly, Mr. Shabangu putting himself up at, for nomination as a senator and dropping other members of his party. What's your take? I think it only illustrates uh, how Zimbabwean politics have become politics of the stomach. Um, you know, nobody would have thought that um, Mr. Chavangu was going to uh, put himself as one of the Senate uh, uh, candidates. Uh, people may have thought that at least he was doing what he was doing, you know, for the reasons that he had earlier explained, that he wants to, you know, set the opposition uh, political party on good grounds uh, and all the other good things that he was saying. But alas, uh, now we can see that uh, he also wanted a piece of the cake and indeed, uh, it's now all for it's now there for all to see that uh, part of the reason why he was doing what he was doing was for his own sake, uh, for his own stomach. Yes, sir. We spoke to uh, one of his uh, party members, Mr. Albert Mshlanga, who literally said, you know, from his point of view, what is happening uh, in his party is worse than what Mr. Chabang was accusing Mr. Nelson Chamisa of doing. What says you about that? I think uh, that that's quite true because what he then, what uh, then, uh, you know, we we see is, uh, uh, you know, makes Mr. Chamisa appear like an angel uh, because uh, because because now Mr. Chavangu is proving that uh, um, instead of correcting what he saw as the wrongs in the Triple C. Uh, he simply wanted to replace what in political science they call the replacement theory. Uh, he simply wanted to replace Mr. Chamisa in terms of decision-making uh, and in terms of, you know, having those powers to dictate to who gets where. Um, so so, so it, it reflects badly on him. And I doubt if he's going to, you know, rise from uh, this for uh, that uh, we, we are seeing. Thank you there. I'll uh, switch over to you, Mr. Tadini Masaya of the United Zimbabwe Alliance. Uh, we saw your party today also announcing that uh, there are new positions within your party. 
uh, your leader, Ms. Valerio, uh, actually sent out a WhatsApp message. But uh, please uh, brief us on what's going on in your party and what you're seeing happening uh, in Zimbabwe regarding both the opposition and the ruling party. So thank you very much, host, for giving us this opportunity to be heard as the United Zimbabwe Alliance. Uh, we are very happy today to announce that we are intensifying our fight for a better Zimbabwe uh, by um, improving um, the, the structure of our political party. Uh, I, I hear you say that we have made a, a, a new appointments. That is true. But we have also then simply uh, shuffled some positions uh, after our realization where uh, some of our leaders are best suited uh, to, to, to lead the political party. And with that, I would also like to state that all if a lot of um, a drama might be uh, occurring within opposition politics, uh, uh, it, it is not true to say that all opposition political parties are suffering from these uh, same challenges. The United, the, the, the UZA is more uh, uh, united than ever, uh, and uh, we are ready to take on uh, uh, the challenges of Zimbabwe and transform them on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis. Um, I have to point also that um, we, we recognize that the uh, other uh, sister political parties uh, uh, have a lot of challenges, and we hope that soon uh, they will get uh, over those challenges and join us in the true uh, business, uh, the business of the day, uh, trying to uh, remove uh, the failed ZANU-PF government uh, from power. Um, Thank you, yeah, there, Mr. Masaya. I'll come back to you. Let's also give a chance to Mr. Godfrey Senengamu, uh, who we lost earlier on, but coming back, Mr. Senengamu, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much, my sister. How are you? Yeah, you sound much better. My question still stands on what your views are on the current situation regarding the state of opposition politics and also the ruling party politics of which you yourself you used to belong to. Oh, no, no. Th th thank you so much, my my, my dear, for, for that question. Uh, my my point of view is that uh, what is happening here in Zimbabwe, uh, in the ruling party and also in the opposition, is very very unfortunate, because it's gonna cost us time to to do uh, better a as a country. Because whatever happens in ZANU-PF has got an effect in terms of governance in Zimbabwe, and also what happens in the opposition, especially in what we were viewing as the main opposition, also has a negative effect on, on what happens in, in Zimbabwe. And it's very, very unfortunate that uh, at the moment we continue to see a, a lot of infighting in the opposition and also lack of uh, political will uh, for opposition political leaders to, to come together and, and, and face the elephant in the room. But what we have been seeing uh, in Izanu PF Death back to 2017, where, where, where these guys had a gentleman's agreement in terms of what was supposed to happen after Emerson Nangagwa had ascended to, to power. So we, we, we understand that it was supposed to be a, a five-year period for each of them, that Delero uh, Chuenga and, and Comrade Munangago. But unfortunately, uh, the incumbent has failed to live up his word, which is the root of uh, the problems within ZANU-PF. And yes, they may want to pretend like 
all is well. But I can tell you because I was part of that party that not, not everything is well within that party. And, and, and it's just a ticking time bomb before we, we see uh, nasty things happening in that party. Then mm-hmm. if you come to, to the opposition... Maybe before before we go to the opposition, let me stay within ZANU-PF. We saw uh, the firing of uh, Chris Mochangwa as the head of uh, the the Liberation War Heroes. What does that signal? No, from what we picked uh, is that uh, uh, Mochangwa stepped on the feet of a number of guys, including Jenfan Muswere, uh, who, who happens to be a best friend of one of the sons of the first family, and he also stepped on the feet of uh, one ICT minister, Tatenda Mavetera. And we are told that uh, he, he went on to write a letter to President Munanga Agwa, uh, stating that uh, these two are not qualified to be in their positions. And, and that didn't go down well with President Munanga Agwa. We are told that is one of the reasons why he was then sacked from that. And also because you know, Mutangwa talks a lot, takes a lot, and, and is one person who is self-centered, who is selfish, who always looks at things from his own point and doesn't want to consider other people's feelings and, and points of view. So, so we are told that he was causing a lot of problems, not just within ZANU-PF, but also within uh, the cabinet. But what I can say from uh, what has happened is that uh, uh, Mutangwa has always been a problem child and is going to cause a lot of problems for President Munangagwa going forward. Mm-hmm. Let's now step into the uh, opposition politics arena. What's your take? My, my take is that uh, what, what has happened is going to affect Zimbabwe in a very, very big way. Because for now, we, we, we don't have a formidable uh, opposition party to keep the government of the day in check. So this is why you, you see now President Munangagwa continuing with his statutory instruments that that he writes during the night and publishes in the morning. But, but uh, what I have noted to have happened in the opposition is that uh, these guys had uh, a marriage of conveniency. Uh, the, the, there, there were problems within the op- that party from a long time ago, and I think it was just uh, Morgan Tangerai who was trying to bring uh, them together, but they themselves had the problems dating back as far as to, in the early 2000s. So what happened was just a manifestation of deeper problems that were always there, of leadership, of mistrust, and, and of personal egos. It has got nothing to do with uh, the problem that people are facing or of wanting to bring genuine change to the people. It's about personalities within uh, the, the main opposition, and it's very, very... Unfortunate, because like we have already pointed out, uh, what, what Kabangu has been purporting to fight for is exactly uh, the opposite of what he has done today. So even on the ruling party side, it's the same. It's not about the people. So the same is manifesting in the opposition that uh, most of us come out to say we are pressing this and that for the people. When in fact, it's not. It's all about ourselves, and it's very, very unfortunate. Thank you there. I'll come to you, Professor Mukonza. Can you give us a meaning to what we saw of Mr. Sikala's decision to form his own movement? Do you think this would take off the ground, Mr. Uh, Professor Mukonza? Um, I, I think... Uh, <laughs> 
I, I'm not too sure what could be informing his decisions, but uh, uh, probably he sees himself as an option uh, to what is there in the opposition political circles, uh, because Job Scala is seen as a militant, uh, you know, leader, who, as opposed to, for example, President Chamisa, who. He, you know, of late we see relies more on verses and chapters of the Bible. Uh, Mr. Scala uh, believes in confrontation with the regime. Uh, so I think it is from that uh, vantage point that uh, he sees himself himself as as an option um, within opposition politics. But what we what I think is coming out is that uh, Mr. Chamisa probably still has support from the ground, and um, the jury is still out uh, on whether uh, Mr. Scala, uh, with uh, you know the, in the incarceration he has, he has suffered and uh, the militants that he has showed, he has. You know, significant support from the opposition supporters. So, so, so I think let's wait and see how it goes. Uh, but uh, he offers something different from what uh, Mr. Chamisa is offering. Thank you. The Tombo Yakwamuri Vamasaya, Eva Shinjvangati, Baturi United Zimbabwe Alliance, Zizwa Rukunzao, Trukuona Tipanima Pisha Pisha, Kawanda Pakatipema Pata, and Opiki Samunika. Image in the Zipisha Mugati Kunevana Zimbabwe, Iwa Isundosa Chakwiti Reis. Eh, move away from constitutionalism. constitutionalist and we show that by adhering first to our own constitution and uh, no believer institutions organizations and structures we do not believe in this order those and if you notice from our announcement uh, Zimbabwe is a clear leadership and I think it is that level of clarity that we need to take uh, the country forward Thank and, you. Uh, a respect of constitutionalism. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Vamasaya. Vateningamu, zvoitwa sei remangwa nerenyika murikuona rakamira sei mazwenye kupedzira. Ramangwa nerenyika ririmaoko evana vezibabu. Kana vanawe Zimbabwe vakaramba vachifunga kuti rusunuku korwavo ruma wako atenenga muruma wako achamisa asikala kana avamunangagwa. Ngava zive kuti apana chavo chunobatika. Vanawe Zimbabwe ngava zive they are their own liberator. Vakaramba vachitaritira kuvatunga miriri. Vatunga miriri vane donjo ne zunangwa jakasia na neru zunjirwe vanu. Matambu zikwari kutanga ni kwa nevanu kwa rusape kumaun dawen kana kutolocho. Sandi wo atinosangana na oisu tema lida. Saka ya nguwa ya kutiwa nawe Zimbabwe. Vapata nepa chavo. Vasa mirire kupata nizwa. Nesuma politicians. Because pasare ma politicians. 
ndere ku divide abantu kuvaisa muzvipoka zvipoka tichitsvaga masimba kana vana vezimbabwe vakasaziva kuti vanofanira kuzvishavira vanofanira kuzvisunungura dzinokutaurira itete kuti imwana wamwari anofika pakudzoka vana vezimbabwe vasati vawana rusunungu nekuti kana mukatarisa mirijo ipopoto rimo mapato ezvematongero wenyika tambotaura zvinowanikwa kudzani kuyeko tikataura zve zviri kuwanikwa kumapato ezve anopikisa zvinoreva izvo kuti hakuna cheruzhinji chirikurwirwa vakuru vari kungorwira masimba vari kurwira mikana yekudya neku wana chehuviri saka veruzhinji rwezimbabwe ndo vandiroda kungokurudzira muzivara nhasi kuti siyai kupesaniswa nesu vatungamiri mubatane nekupira mangwana revana venyu ndori paruma nzombe zimbabwe inokwanisa chite kusimuka uye zimbabwe inogona chite kusununguka kana imi mukagona kubatana pachei thank you so much there mr tsenengamu professor mukonza your last word as we wrap up today's program ininofunga kuti kuti zimbabwe i yenderemberi zvakanaka e ma tvs anofana kumira panzvimbo ve vari kutonga ndikutaura veza npf vanofana kutonga zvakanaka zvinoita kuti nyika igone kuwana thank you that brings of our show signing off in washington on marvelous and sanganya huye